Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, and uh, hey, as we're getting closer and closer to Santa arriving, I thought I'd uh, record a podcast off the back of yesterday's conversation where we're talking about uh, the review of the of the year that 2020 has been, but also starting to plan for 2021. Uh, today being Wednesday, the 23rd of December. Another hump day and uh, hey, one, one more day of work for many people before they break over Christmas, although a lot of people have already uh, stopped. Many stopped last Friday, but if you're still going, hey, uh, hopefully you can make the most of today and also tomorrow and uh, really enjoy the Christmas break before you get back into it in 2021. So in today's conversation, I wanted to talk a little bit about, as I said, off the back of yesterday's podcast when we were talking about doing a bit of a review and starting to think about what are the things we can do to give ourselves a very fast start for 2021. Uh, In this particular episode, I want to talk about specifically the goals that you have for 2021. And this is, as I said, this is the time when most people start to sit down and think about, okay, what do I want to achieve next year? Uh, And many of them simply look at, well, this is my wish list. This is my New Year's resolution. And they'll talk about, hey, I want to quit smoking. I want to get fit. I want to drink more water. I want to do this. I want to do that. But they don't really sit down and apply any form of science to it nor do they really do an analysis on what is achievable, what's also a stretch goal for them. And so today I wanted to issue a challenge to you, uh, particularly for sales leaders who are looking at, well, how can, we, how can we use 2020 as a springboard to really take advantage of the opportunities that are there and the opportunities that you're probably sitting on right now and really propel us forward as a leader, but also as a team into 2021. And the challenge I want to issue you is this. Whatever your goal is, I want you to double it. Now, as we reflect on 2021, I reckon that if if you, if you can get through, if you can get through the pain and for many people the pain and anguish of 2020, and come out uh, this side of of the pandemic, but getting close to Christmas down, really looking at the new year and think, you know what, I'm actually not in a bad place. I've actually yeah gone through some challenges this year, but I think I think I've got a platform for some growth and for some exponential growth next year. If you've come out of the situation this year and felt, you know what, I've survived this, I've got through this, but I'm I hey, I'm not as I'm not as affected as I potentially thought I could have been, then this is an opportunity to really take advantage of the situation and the opportunity that's in front of us and start challenging yourself for next financial year, next calendar year, and really set some big, hairy, audacious goals. Now whatever you're as I said, whatever you're setting as a goal for next year, whether it be a sales number uh, whatever the whatever the case might be, you might have personal goals, you might have business goals, you might have financial goals. I want you to sit down and really analyze this over summer, uh, over the Christmas period and into the new year and, and double it. Now, the reason I say that is what would happen if you actually doubled the goal and hit it? Now, there's a difference between setting completely unrealistic goals and goals that are achievable but require you to do a bit of a stretch. Now, I'm not saying... Uh, take something that's completely unrealistic because I'll give you a method in a second in terms of how to set the goal. But um, you've got to set something that is that is reachable, that really gets you excited and gets you pumped up to achieve it because it will take work and it will probably take more work than you've ever done before. 
because otherwise it wouldn't have been wouldn't be a stretch goal and it wouldn't be a challenge. Uh, and you might have heard the term the big hairy audacious goal, so the big B hag. So I want you to set a big B hag. Now, from a from a goal perspective, I'll give you an example of this. I'm, I'm working with a client right now where he wants to achieve in revenue terms for his business, for his organization. He wants to achieve $500,000 in, in revenue and sales the next calendar year in 2021. And that was that was what he thought was a big BHAG. But when we sat down and really analyzed it, I actually issued him a challenge and said, well, okay, how in all with all probability, how easy would it be for you right now based on the team you've got, based on the quality of the service you provide, based on the pipeline you've got right now, how likely is it that you will achieve $500,000 in 2020? And he said, oh, it's probably about 70, 75% probability that I can actually do that. And I said, great, that uh, that goal is too low. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, hey, you could probably do that easily. Just go through the same sort of things you did this year with maybe a little bit of tweaking and be fairly comfortable in being able to reach that particular goal. I said, here's the challenge for you, double it. Set yourself a goal to hit a million bucks in terms of revenue. Now, what will that take? Now, it's gonna be a stretch. You might actually have to change the way you do things. You might actually have to change your mindset and your approach. You might even have to bring in some new people and maybe a new methodology or at least tinkering around the edges of your existing methodology. But just think for a second, what would your business look like if you could hit the million dollar revenue mark in in terms of sales? And he said, well, it will fundamentally change it. It will take us to a whole new level. And I said, great, that's the the target. That's the goal. And so it it was a big, hairy, audacious goal. But when we started to look at it and break it down, it's not insurmountable. And this is the key thing when it comes to goals. You've got to be able to set a goal that is exciting at the same time as being completely scary. So in one hand, you've got to be really excited and it gets your juices flowing. You've got to come up with some ideas. You've got to come up with some creativity. You think, my God, I've never achieved that, but how could I do it? Not a case of, can I do it? How could I do it? So on the one hand, it's got to be really exciting for you. It's got to really uh, get those creative juices flowing. But on the other hand, it's got to be scary enough at the same time that you really don't know right now how you're going to do it. Because here's the thing that here's the thing that most people do and most organisations do. They'll take this year's number or last year's number and they'll add a percentage to it. So it might be, you know, we want a 10% uplift or we want a 20% uplift. Very rarely does organisations and very rarely do sales leaders and individuals say, I want a 100% uplift. But what if you are capable of doing that? What if achieving a million dollars for this particular guy, this particular organisation was actually feasible and possible with the right assistance, with the right level of focus? And it might actually require him, as we talked about yesterday, to start doing some things very specific that he hasn't been doing before. It may also require him to keep doing certain things because we know that there's certain things that will reap those results. But there might also be a lot of things that he needs to stop doing so that he can put all of his focus, all of his energy into the process, the procedures, the thinking, the methodology in order to give himself the opportunity of hitting that target. And I said to him, okay, so if we set a million dollar revenue target for the year, what would happen if you hit that? And he said, well, I would be over the moon. And so we started to look at the profitability of what that would mean for him, and it was a significant change. But I said, okay, what if we didn't hit it? But what if we hit, say, 900,000? Would you be happy? He said, absolutely. I said, what if, what, what if you hit 800,000? He said, would you still be happy? I said, absolutely. I said, okay, you've set a $500,000 goal. What if you hit 600,000? Would you be happy? 
And he said, yes, I would. I said, great. So why don't we sit, put it in put it in stone and say the, the target right now is going to be a million bucks. And so we start working back from that. So when you're doing this, really set yourself uh, a challenge, really, and then take a risk. Take a risk. Say, hey, I've never done this before, but what if I could? How would I do this? And you start thinking about some creative ways to doing this. Now, when it comes to then setting that goal, we've got to make sure that it's not just some pie-in-the-sky sort of uh, goal and it becomes a wish. Now, when challenges hit, when obstacles present themselves, which they inevitably will, uh, if you don't have some method in place, you don't have some structure in place, you don't have a, a, a strategy in place, it's going to be very easy to give up. Hence, the reason why most New Year's resolutions are gone and they're a long lost, uh, long lost cause come the 15th of January. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about a very specific goal that was that is going to be a big, hairy, audacious goal, but it's worth pursuing because we it's worth achieving. So when it comes to setting that big goal for yourself, you've got to use a methodology. Now, the, the most common methodology that uh, I've used with clients and certainly with teams that resonate is the SMART methodology. So making sure that your goals that are set are SMART goals. Now, what this stands for is, and you may have already heard this term, so if, if you're using this, fantastic. If this is a new method to you, then hopefully this is the value. Your SMART goals need to be very specific, first of all. So S stands for specific. Make sure that you're very specific in terms of the goal you want to hit. So just saying, for example, oh, I want to increase my revenue next year or I want to earn more money next year is not specific. However, hitting a target of a million dollars of annualized revenue, hitting a million dollars in bookable sales is very specific because it's a very specific number. So whatever is the, the goal for you, whatever is the target you want to hit, make sure it's very, very specific and it's very granular. So you've got to have a number in mind, not just something that's a sweeping generalization. The next one is the M, which is measurable. How you measure this? How is it going to be measured? Well, um, you measure it by, it could be, I'm going to measure the goal's achievement in every 30-day 30, uh, 30 increment. So we're going to measure, I might have a million dollar uh, goal or target at the end of the year, which means if I break that down into, say, 12 months, I've got to therefore look at uh, hitting between eighty dollars and $85,000 in sales each month. Now, obviously, it may well be a slower start, so you might have you know 50000 or 60000 to start or ramp up towards the end of the year, but breaking it down and measuring it, uh, having a method to measure it is another is another key thing to make sure you're on track because then you can adjust. So that's M for measurable. The A is, is it attainable or is it achievable? Now, as I said before, you've got to be able to set a goal that gives you a little bit of goosebumps in terms of excites you, but also is a little bit scary at the same time. So think about, well, is it achievable? Is it likely? Is there people in your industry, in your particular business who are achieving million dollar years in terms of sales and revenue? And the answer is obviously Yes. So the question then is, okay, why can't I do that then? And really, the only answer to that is, well, I'm not, I can't do it because I've not done it in the past. And that's what a lot of people think about. And that's the excuse they give themselves to say, well, I've never achieved that, so I don't think it's achievable. Well, you know what? This is the time to take the, the lid off your thinking, to really take a risk and say, well, if everything was possible and if anything was possible, could I achieve it? And if you can sit down and say, yes, it is achievable, and if you can get some evidence from other parts of the business or in other businesses that are generating that sort of revenue, then hey, it can be achievable and therefore it's potentially achievable for me. So think about the A part, is it achievable? The, the R is realistic. Now, is it a realistic goal? Again, it comes down to, is it is it achievable? Are there people in your industry, in your business doing those sort of numbers? And if the answer is yes, then it is realistic because it also needs to be something that you need to stretch for. And then the T is making sure there's a time limit to it. And there's a time bound. So setting a smart goal and saying, well, I'd like to, I'd like to make a million dollars or generate a million dollars of 
of new revenue and not putting a time limit on it could be, well, I can generate a million dollars of new sales and new revenue over the next 10 years. Well, that's just a generalization. Even though 10 years is something specific, we want to make sure that it's a timeline that is achievable, but also a little bit of a stretch that brings in the law of scarcity, if I like. So I've only got a limited amount of time in order to achieve this, and I've really got to make sure I focus on the areas that I need to focus on to do and also start thinking about the things that I've got to stop doing. So the timeline there will say 31st of December 2021, I want to have in the bank a million dollars worth of sales and or revenue. That will be, the, I guess, the culmination of a year's worth of effort, and that will be, hey, a tick in the box to say I've achieved my big BHAG. So there's the smart methodology. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? Is it realistic? And is it a time bound? So when you sit down and write down your goals for the, for the 2021 year, make sure you've got some sort of methodology. And if you haven't used the SMART before and it's something that might resonate with you, then by all means, uh, use the SMART method because it's really, really effective. So the key message today is, hey, this is the time of year to sit down and really analyze the year that's just been, but also start planning for the new year. So when you're setting your goals for the new year, don't just set the comfortable goals that you know you can achieve because that will require you to pretty much do what you've always done. Really set yourself a challenge to take some risks, take the lid off your capabilities and really say, well, if if there was no such thing as failure, if I could achieve the biggest, the hairiest, the most audacious goal, what would I actually aim for? Because here's the thing, it may well be that if you set a really big goal, you might set about achieving it. And in the process, surpass any of the expectations you've ever had of yourself based on your previous experience. And so the other thing to think about as well is when you do set a really big, hairy, audacious goal, it means that you're going to have to do things differently, which means you're going to have to start thinking differently, which, by the way, through that process, you actually start becoming a different version of yourself. And if you're th thinking about and constantly focus on the constant and never-ending improvement, it's not so much just the achievement of the goal that will be um, satisfying. It'll be the process you go through in the pursuit of that goal along the journey, the person who you start to become who is going to be worthy of the responsibility that comes with achieving that goal, which really will be the level of fulfillment and the level of satisfaction, which may surprise you. And so as I leave this particular episode, set yourself some really big goals. Take the lid off your capabilities. Take the lid off your thinking. And whatever goals you've been thinking about, first, first challenge is double it. And if you do that and you put yourself in a position to actually achieve it, you might actually surprise yourself. So with that, if I can help you at all, love to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Got some spaces uh, opening up in early New Year, so I'd love to have a conversation with you about how I can help you take your sales leadership to the exceptional level and really help you. Hey, if you want to double your sales, let's work on a program that'll help you to do that. So jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time, and uh, I'll give you a call and I look forward to having that conversation. So until tomorrow, which will be the final episode before Christmas, um, hey, set those big, hairy, audacious goals. Make sure they're smart, but take a risk because it may well be that you'll achieve that goal and in the process, move that one step closer to being that exceptional sales leader. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.